Ever since the restrictions were put in place in response to the coronavirus, my life has felt a little bit like one of my favorite movies, Groundhog Day. In this romantic comedy from the 1990s, a very cynical weatherman, played by Bill Murray, is doomed to repeat what he considers at first to be one of the worst days of his life. And while everyone else in the story has no memory of having lived that day before, he has a cumulative memory, which at first is a curse for him, but then afterwards a blessing. Because this consciousness that he has allows him to change the part he plays, to rewrite the script in the story of this day. And so he becomes a dynamic character while all the other characters remain in varying degrees of stasis, more like responsive spectators than dynamic actors. The sad thing, brothers and sisters, is that in our world, in our life, the spectators almost always outnumber the actors. And so it's a lot more people who will click on a post on social media about criminal justice, then there are people like Brian Stevenson who will do the hard work of just mercy. There are a lot more critics of our politicians than people who are actually working for political change and renewal. There are a lot more people who are willing to look in from the outside and criticize the Montgomery public school system and talk about how bad it is, then there are people who are willing to talk to the people who are actually working in that system trying to make it better and to find out what actually needs to change and then to work together with them to actually do it. So there are a lot more spectators than there are actors. And the reason for this is very clear. And that is that the doers, the producers, the actors, suffer. And who wants to suffer? Well, we heard in the epistle reading that St. Paul the Apostle was one of those who was willing to suffer. He calls himself, along with the other apostles, a spectacle. And in the original Greek, the word that he uses is theatron, from which we get the word theater. I ask myself and I ask you, how many of us are willing to sign up to be fools, to be morons for Christ's sake, to be weak, to be dishonored, to hunger and thirst, to go around virtually naked, poorly clothed, beaten, homeless, who are willing to sign up to be reviled, to be persecuted, to be defamed, to be made as the filth of the world, the offscouring of all things until now, like the food that you would scrape off your plate into the garbage disposal. And what could have moved, what could have compelled and inspired St. Paul to live a life like that? to live a life of such sacrifice and suffering? Well, again, the answer is a very simple one, and that is love. Love. 
And for us living in this world, most of us experience this kind of love in our families and in our friendships. So I want you to consider for a moment what you have done and what you have given to those you love. And I also want you to consider all that God has done for you and all that God has given you. And we're going to do this right now, just for a few seconds. We're going to sit silently with an open, thankful heart and think about all that God has given us and all that he has done for, that, for us, just for a few seconds right now. And I want you to do that every day. Every day, just like that. Or with a pen in your hand, or with words from your mouth. And as you sit in the silence of the coolness of the morning, perhaps you will receive a little grace to glimpse in that silence the mystery of the cross and what Christ did for us on that burning hot afternoon on a hill outside of Jerusalem. The last movie I saw in a theater before the pandemic was episode nine of the Star Wars series, The Rise of Skywalker, which reminded me a lot of episode six, The Return of the Jedi. And in particular, a very powerful scene in that movie at the end of the movie. In that scene, Luke Skywalker defeats Darth Vader in hand-to-hand -hand combat and then refuses the Emperor's command to kill his father, in whom he still believes. He believes there's goodness in his father, even after so many years of evil. And as a consequence of this choice, Luke suffers. He suffers at the cruel hands of the Emperor, who tortures him until love awakens in his father who then sacrifices his own life to save his son. That's the kind of sacrifice that love makes possible. And I wonder, brothers and sisters, what could be possible here in this parish, in this neighborhood, in this city, if God's love awakens a force of faith in you and moves you to act. Amen.